Happy Friday, Nick. Oh, we're actually recording on a Friday. The same day we're going to re- release something. Yeah, that's not... That's We don't ever do that. It's not normal. This is our first time we've ever recorded before, uh, what, 8 p.m.? Yeah, I least. think so. It's like, <laughs> well, what time is it right now? 11.23 a.m. 11.23 a.m., bright and early here in St. Louis. Yeah. It is College Football Friday. Woo! College football's back this Weekend, TJ, Woo-hoo. you broadcasted for Lindenwood last night. I did. I how, did do that. How did the LU Lions do? Uh, not great. No? We uh, had a good game going into halftime. It was 17-14. We were losing uh, after going up 14-7. And then, unfortunately, we're shut out in half number two, 10-0. Uh, Lost the game 27-14. Nope. Offense couldn't get going. What division is Lindenwood in? That's Division Two. D2. And the MIAA, which a lot of people say is the SEC of Division Two, oh. And that, that's, a real, that's a real quote. Wow. So, yeah. From who? Uh, TJ Weber? I don't actually remember who I heard it know. from, but I do know I've heard that. Gotcha. We'll say, though, a couple people that might uh, you know pique your interest that came out of the MIAA. John Brown who was with the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know who he's with now, but the wide receiver. Um, and Baltimore, Mike, maybe? Is he with Baltimore now? I'm not sure. Mike McCarthy, the uh, Green Bay Packers right, coach. Okay. Coached at Pittsburgh State. Gotcha. So there you go. That's the only two I remember. Hey, Pitt State, that's where the great Kim Anderson is at. He is. Former Missouri Tigers basketball coach. Got to meet him. Nice it, guy. Yeah? Tall guy. He is a tall he's guy. He's not short. Couldn't yeah. be a nicer guy, though. Yeah, really nice guy. Couldn't be a nicer guy. He was humble um, even after we beat them on the road. He was humble. Just good guy. Speaking of the Missouri Tigers, they're taking on UT Martin tomorrow. I'll be down there in Columbia leaving today mm-hmm. uh, to do some high school football there in Columbia. Desmet Spartans taking on Rockbridge, my alma mater. So I'll be at that game tonight for high school, and then over to over to Fro Field tomorrow to do some tailgating, and then off to watch the Missouri Tigers hopefully take care of business against UT Martin. You never know with these teams, TJ. Some of these. Uh, non-conference teams Missouri struggled with in the past few years. Missouri State last year yep. gave them uh, a run for their money. Indiana with Tevin Coleman a few years back. Uh, they lost to another Tennessee team on homecoming. Middle Tennessee State, that's who it was. Uh, yeah. But Mizzou is actually interesting factoid here. Kind of a useless factoid, but Missouri plays four what? teams. Real quick, why do you have to say factoid? 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 Why, why toyed? Why? I don't know. Shows interesting fact. All right. There you go. Is that better? Thank you. I like that better. Interesting fact for USCC football and Missouri Tiger fans. Missouri plays four teams for their 12 games are against teams from Tennessee. Mm. They got UT Martin. They play Memphis on homecoming. Tennessee. And then they got the... They obviously have Tennessee and, Va- and, and Vanderbilt both in their uh, both in their division. Uh-huh. So four teams out of their twelve coming out of Tennessee. So how many games right away do you think Mizzou wins? I think we've already talked about this. We we more talked about uh, what I'm could go, happen, but I want a real prediction from you. Seven and five. Seven and five. Okay. Seven and five. I think they can make a bowl game. I think they. Sh- I mean, they should take care of business against. The non-con teams, yeah, which are Wyoming, Memphis, UT Martin, and then Purdue. Lost to Purdue last year. Mm-hmm. Going on the road to Purdue this year. They looked good last night against Northwestern. Might be a tough game, but they should take care of business against those four teams. And then if they uh, if they can split the other the other six or. No, so four. I can't count. Sorry. That's okay. They can if they can get. So you th- make fun of me all the time. Now yeah, you can't count. Yeah, out of their eight. Uh, Eight in-conference games, if they can win three of those, 
go three and five in conference, they can make a bowl. They could do better. I mean, they should beat Tennessee. Arkansas mm-hmm. should be a victory. Vanderbilt should be a victory. Those are the three I would think they would win for sure. Georgia is probably going to be a loss. Alabama for sure is going to be a loss. What do you think the odds will be for the Alabama game? Like, let's say you're betting money line for for the Mizzou Tigers. What do you think they're going to get? It's got to be like plus like 800 or something crazy. Like, what what do you think the spread would be? Would you think they'd give them 14 or 14, two touchdowns? Oh, yeah, easy. Like 14 and a half? You think that's what it would be? No, or higher I, than that? I would say more. Really? Yeah. Well, I just don't know. We just don't know how good the Missouri defense is going to be this year. Yeah. There's a lot of question marks there on defense. They lost a lot of their a lot of their good players. I mean, they have Terry Beckner Jr. coming back, but outside of that, it's kind of it's a lot of young guys that are still trying to prove themselves. I mean, they, they have great talent, great young talent, don't get me wrong, but how much of that can they come out and perform? I mean, we have to kind of wait and see through these non-con games and, and through the start of the season before we can kind of determine what that uh, what that would be. But I, I say you get plus twenty and a half. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. that that's I that's mean, Ala- kinda... Ala- you're in Alabama. Yeah, their offense true. is so good every year, and I, I think it'll be a shootout. I think Missouri certainly can put up points. Drew Locke, who's in the talks to be a Heisman contender. Uh, I think he's one of the top 15 on the early Heisman watch list. Mm -hmm. So the Missouri offense can certainly put up points returning 10 of their 11 starters from last year. Sean Colkin, the only one um, who moved on, who they they swapped out at tight end. They have now who will be the full-time starter, Albert O, who was phenomenal last year as a true freshman. And that connection with Drew Locke should be – you know, money in the end zone. So we'll kind of wait and see what the what the offense can do. Demaria Crockett comes back from injury last season. Last season, um, plus they have Larry Roundtree backing him up. It's a good one-two punch and one of the best offensive lines in the SEC and in the NCAA. And in, in returning most of their um, or returning all of their starting line, which performed wonders. I think Drew Locke was only sacked once or twice, one or two times in the last se- last season. So good protection around him. So the, the Missouri offense can certainly put up points, but it should be interesting to see how can they, you know, can they win? Can they close out games? That's been the problem for them in the past is really trying to close out games down the stretch. They get off to a good start and then kind of crumble, but got a new offensive quarter, coordinator and Derek Dooley coming over from the Cowboys. So Derek Dooley? Should be, should be some good. I love that guy, by the way, Derek Dooley. He seems like a great just character. Isn't that the guy, the Rondo – Said, get this mother effer off the field. Remember, there's like a, a guy Rondo, like the Tennessee super fan, and I heard this on the morning after mm-hmm. uh, the show in St. Louis, and they used to play it all the time. Where it was a guy named, it, it was this guy named uh, what did I just say? Rondo. Like, Rondo. Yeah. Tennessee super fan. And, and he basically sits there and he goes, Derek Dooley, f- Derek Dooley, yeah, get Der- this Derek, mother. F- Derek off the Dooley field. was at Tennessee bef- uh, a while back. Yeah, that's what it was. But yeah, he just seems like a fired up. Fired up offensive coordinator. I was sad to see Josh Heupel go. He's now down at uh, UCF. But uh, Derek Dooley and Drew Locke seem like they're going to be a good pair this season for Drew's senior season. Drew was talking with Tony Romo the other day. Obviously, Derek Dooley has the ties with the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, that'll give him some confidence. But I think as long as Drew Locke just does his thing and Missouri defense can make tackles in the open field, they should be able to take care of business. Mizzou's taking on Tennessee Martin Saturday at 3 p.m. for the first game. Should take care of business in that one. Some updated scores from last night. I feel like SportsCenter 
Oh man, I, I tell you what, Weber State really uh, thought they were going to do some Weber things. Weber State, they got their asses kicked, forty-one to ten. That's to your Utah. team, man. You really were high on that Weber State team. That Weber State team. I, I, I wish it's Weber State. I I bought a Weber State shirt just because it said Weber it's State. It's actually Weber State. It's actually pronounced Weber State. Wow. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You got uh, San Jose State University. Tough one. Uh, lost to UC Davis, 44-38. Really thought the Trojans were going to get it That was a barn burner. What was the final on Purdue Northwestern? Purdue Northwestern, 31-27. Northwestern gets the oh, edge Oh, Northwestern did come, did, did win that. They did win it. They did win I it. I saw so. highlights that were, were looking like Purdue's favor. I, I only caught a, a quarter of that game. So, And then finally, uh, UL Monroe in so- southeast Louisiana. Um, another good one. I think Bobby Boucher played in that one. Yep. And uh, – ULM got the the three point win, so as a barn burner, the Lions just just barn didn't win. burner. So yeah, so some updated scores from yeah. yesterday's college football stats and games. Uh, you're welcome to always get involved. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Your thoughts on college football teams? Will Weber State turn it around after their zero and one start? Uh, Nick, you said you saw something that was basically made a dumbass of the week. We used to do dumbass of the day. Now dumbass of the dumbass week. Dumbass of the week. Because of what this convict did. There's a guy that is uh, was pronounced a fugitive. He escaped from prison, I guess. Yeah, obviously. I, I think it was in Ohio. I'm gonna pull it up here for us. Got to find it real quick. But apparently, he was not happy with his previous mugshot. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. This Ohio fugitive. He hated his mugshot, so he sends a police the police a selfie. This is on a uh, a department's Facebook page on in Ohio and so they post the mugshot on Facebook and he responds in the comments of the police Facebook post with with a selfie of himself wearing some sunglasses looking pretty fly driving his Cadillac and they immediately find him he said he I said here's a better photo that one is terrible so yeah social media has really changed the the self-confidence game or merely aided in the boost of narcissism. Either way, the case of an Ohio fugitive sending a selfie to police because he hated his mugshot. How about that, TJ? That's so stupid. It, it really is. It says, Donald A. Ch- quote, Chip, I guess that's his nickname, Pew, 45, who missed his court date for a DUI arrest, uh, tells Fox, or for on Fox 8 Cleveland reports, Pew has his history of domestic violence, breaking and entering, and disorderly conduct charges. In addition to the DUI, he was wanted on Arson, TJ, arson, burning down shit, and vandalism charges. He said that he said his original photo was a little too cheerful because he knew he wouldn't be held on a drinking and driving charge. Once released, he simply decided he didn't want to make his court appearance. God, jeez. What oh, an, and, and, and we have a quote from him. He did apparently did an interview with an Ohio radio station. When I was a little kid, my grandmother told me a bedtime story. My hero was this character. He used to say, run, run, fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. <laughs> he proceeded to joke about where he was. He said he was in town square holding a sign saying, not guilty. He claimed he was at a McDonald's, he said, in a chicken coop making his own rooster noises. So this guy... Sounds a little, a little bit little bit of a loose cannon. Sounds like he was not on any drugs. Sounds like he was no. very uh, sober and very uh, normal. Yeah. I tell you what, though. Not bright. An idiot. I mean, complete, complete idiot to actually take a selfie and think that oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them. I, I, you know, I, I got the best of the uh, justice department. I got the best of, of the police. So I'm gonna send a selfie and yeah. kind of just troll them, and they end up finding them in the first place. Criminals, Dumbass. criminals aren't uh, aren't too smart. Like they had 
I've seen this one post on Facebook. Some sheriff's departments have done it in the past is where they will post and they will say, Hey, bring your drugs. Like there's this, there's a, uh, some drugs are being laced with a deadly, you know, a deadly, a deadly product. Bring your drugs to the police station and we'll check them for you to make sure they're okay. Oh my and then God. give them back. And then so people go in drugs and then obviously <laughs> get arrested. <laughs> Idiots. I mean, how stupid are you? Yeah. Hey, I, I mean, it's just getting the dumbasses off the street. I guess. I, I love it, though. I mean, how funny are the police officers, too? Just like, love oh, it. They're, yeah. just, they're, being, they're just trolling these people. Yeah, it's so funny. so hard. Hey, why don't you bring your drugs over, guys? We'll help you out. Idiots. They're like, oh, man, shit. I'm going to die? Yeah, I better go get checked out. You know what? I heard something weird, though. So I watched a documentary. I don't know if I told you. On Netflix, uh, it, it goes into the mines and, and actually has drug dealers that, like, block their faces out and they talk about like their business you right know what i mean it's pretty crazy anyway they were talking about um meth or not meth heroin and they were saying that you know the way they sell it faster is by finding a product that has killed people like if people die from a certain product it makes it hotter on the street because people want the strongest shit even things that could kill them when i heard that i'm like oh that's yeah crazy that's not but that's how that people are nuts. they want something so strong that if it kills somebody else and the street hears on it, hears about it. It's going to sell the product faster. Crazy to me. It's a crazy world, man. I it tell is. you what, it's a different world that uh, that that those people live in. People don't give a shit. No, it's it's, um, it's sad. I think it's, it's just story. amazing that we have you know your your regular day to day lives, and there's like just completely other lifestyles out there that yeah, you don't don't know anything about. Yeah, I mean it's 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 something else. People get into routines, right? And, like, well, for instance, one of the guys that like one of the addicts that was talking on the documentary was saying that he had some kind of surgery or some kind of injury that he had to have all this time in the hospital. Well, he didn't have enough money to afford all the bills and all the real medication, so he started doing heroin to like cope with the pain, Damn. and he got addicted to it, and it like, ruined his whole life. Like, That's it's brutal. Unbelievable. It's, it's, it's crazy to me to, to like hear that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it's, speaking of Netflix shows, I got a new one. I don't know the name of it. Laura was just had it on yesterday, and I'm, I'm in love with it. You're hooked? I'm hooked. It's a guy. He's a magician, and he goes around and doing all these tricks. I saw that. What I, is this? I don't I, know what I, is this. This is such a bad radio or podcasting. to No, I'm going to bring her in because this is a funny show where the guy is so good that he tricks people, but then you know how magicians never give up, give up their secrets? Right. He not only – like he does his tricks, but then like he does like jokes on people, and I he think tells I the saw, audience how he like fools them. I you think know what I mean? saw a preview for this on Facebook. Is this the one – does, is this the same guy that does the makes the guy disappear in the chair? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. He posted that video on Facebook. That must have been a preview for the show. I'll get Laura in here, but because she's got to she's got to hear. Yes. Hey, can you come in here for a second? Okay. Hang on. Okay. So anyway, we're watching the show last night, and he he does the trick with making the guy invisible. Right. Like, yeah. What he thought yeah, was invisible. Yeah. And, and he's like getting up, walking around, and he, he like took a wine bottle and like picked it up, and, and obviously, like, whoa, it's floating! Obviously, he's not invisible. It's, everybody's on the joke, and they sit there, and go, "Oh my god, that's a floating wine bottle!" And it was hilarious. Laura, please tell the audience who the what the name of the magician was, and what the name of that new show on Netflix we're watching is. I don't know. You don't know either? <laughs> Son of a bitch! Uh, I think the name of the show was Magic for Humans. Magic. That's what it with was. Justin something. Justin something. But it wasn't, yeah, it was Magic for Humans is what it was called. But he does the trick where he makes the people invisible or where they think is invisible, and then the guy's, like, freaking out. Like, the one, the, the coolest thing I liked about that 
is they made the one guy disappear. I still don't know how they did that for real, but it made the other guy think he was invisible. Well, when the lady went behind him and took a picture with him, the lady that took the picture showed them, and it was the girl with just the chair, and he thought he was actually invisible, but they took it before he got there. But his face was just freaking out. It was so funny. And, I mean, he had a couple more that I couldn't believe. Like, he had one where he took a big old, like, you know, when they make, like, uh, balloon animals yeah. and stuff. He shoved the whole balloon down his throat and got rid of it. I, I could see the way to do that, but the reactions from these people did, were just like, what the fuck? Did they tell the guy that he wasn't actually invisible ever? No, never. <laughs> never. So, they, they <laughs> so that a, guy just went home. He's still, like, he right still now. Thinks, like, he wants they, to call that guy up, like, hey, that, I need to be invisible again, bro. Invisible. Hey, I need to be invisible again, bro. So he had, like, they had a group of 20. In a park, and he says, hey, the next person that comes up here, we're getting them involved, make them think he's invisible. And sure enough, they did it. And it was one of the funniest things I've seen. I mean, pretty in- incredible to see someone's reaction Top like notch. that. So that's the show to go watch. Uh, Magic for Humans? F- Magic, for, Magic human. for Humans with Justin Williams. Justin Williams, that's it. That's I got it. it for you. I did, the, I did the research. Oh, and then another one. So... I don't get how he does any of this shit, but he's in a library with these kids, and it's funny seeing kids' reactions because kids actually believe that there's not a trick to it. They right. just believe it's happening, which is awesome. And the one kid sits there, and he goes, all right, if you could turn this book into anything, what would it be? And the kid goes, chocolate. He goes, you want to turn this book into chocolate? He goes, absolutely. Puts it in a bag, snaps his fingers, pulls out the book. It's freaking chocolate. The yeah. exact cover and everything. Yeah. Uh, what? That, he eats it. Well, that's that's the thing. We had this magician at our senior, like after we graduated, after graduation, we had our final lock-in, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we had all these like different events there, things going on, food, what whatnot. And this magician, he set up and he started do, doing some tricks. And like a couple people were watching him. Nobody really was paying attention. Like, yeah, whatever. We don't want to watch a magician. We're going to go do other stuff, play basketball, swim, do whatever. And then, like, he does, he's doing more tricks, and the crowd's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, like, all the football players start coming over. And by the end of it, everybody, like, the, our entire class around this magician, like, going nuts. And he does this final trick where he's, you know, he has, like, nuts and some nuts and bolts. And he's doing, you know, the cup trick where he, like, moves them back and forth. And then he wipes them all off the table. He takes off his jacket, rolls up his sleeves, sits down, and he, like, picks up the table, like, shows everybody. You know, so his jacket, he's not wearing anything. His sleeves are rolled up. And he, he's sitting in this chair, and he puts out this green cloth, picks it up, shows us, boom, boom, whatever. Puts the puts a nut down, like one of those, like, yeah. down, and and picks it up and, like, disappearing. Like, okay, cool. Then he takes a bolt out, puts the bolt down, takes the hat, shows us the inside of the hat, puts it down, taps it, picks it up. 50-pound nut is sitting on there on the table. No way. I have no idea how he did it. I still don't know how. No freaking clue how he did it. The, he, guy, the, the only way is somebody said he had to have it like between his legs or something. And but I mean, I mean, this thing he passed it around. This thing is like is 50, 50 pounds. Like it is heavy. Jeez. But even like sleight of hand. Yeah. Like how do you? No, you know what he, I mean? just, like, he puts it down, goes boom, bing, bang, bam, pulls it off. And it's right there on the table. Well, it's, I'm it's, like I have no, I have no idea. I'm no amazed idea. by Mind that blown. stuff. A, cra- a crazy Mind one blown. too. This just Justin Williams. Is that what his name is? I don't know. Justin Williams. Williams. He he basically goes up to this group of people or these two people. And he brings them up over to this brick wall, and he says, "I I want to do graffiti art. Like I have like what's like what do you not like to eat or what's something about you?" And he goes, "Oh, I hate red meat." He goes, "Okay, I can use that." He goes, "What I'm going to do is he had this. It was that night. He had the spotlight on the wall. He goes, I'm going to have you turn. I'm going to have these two cans of spray paint myself. You see, it's blank. He goes, I'm going to have you turn the light off, and after you turn it off, say three, two, one, turn the light back on." They turn it off, 
three, two, one is a blank wall. It's a full portrait of the spray paint of a cow eating the guy's head because he hates awesome. red meat. And it's he goes, go feel the paint. They feel the paint. There's paint on. I'm like, how the yeah. hell is that possible? I, the only thing I can think of is like with those is that they're they're placed there. Like I wonder how much how often that happens that they have yeah. their 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 own guys out there like in the audience and they randomly pick them and it's like oh yeah it's you or well and also like i told her like and i i, I hate to be this guy but yeah it's, it's <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be that it's a, guy it's a recorded show yeah yeah i'm just saying like yeah I mean, tj quit running the fun all right you're I'm like you're saying. like you're like saying when santa claus isn't real but it's honestly like my dad told me by the way my dad told me santa claus and the easter bunny weren't real in a bar <laughs> when, I, when i was eight years old <laughs> that's he, awesome the old man put his arm around me it, so, so the Rams game. It's halftime of the Rams game. So the old man figures he's got you know time to, <laughs> to tell me a big life story. And he looks around. He goes, he goes, son, let me tell you something. He goes, you know Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and all that. It's all bullshit. All right, good talk. let's get back to the second It's half. all bullshit. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Good stuff. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Voicemail inbox number. Do you believe in magic? Do you believe in Santa? Yeah. At Balcony Bruce, do you believe in Santa? At sorry, if any little kids are listening out there? <laughs> yeah. Ruined your life. <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> we, we try not to ruin lives at Balcony Bruce Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Follow us, like us. Please subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five star review. We appreciate you and uh, get involved with the conversation because it can be anything you want. We'll have another show on Monday. Love you guys. See you next time. Peace. Bras on balcony.